0: Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener, so soak it up. So here are your two big beer
1: hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're back in the room. Double Deuce. What's happening, people? Not much. Well, I guess you're the only people here. I yeah. was sort of trying to rally everybody out there in the crowd. They could be rallied. Yeah. You don't know. It's just that you won't know if they're rallied until they're rallied. That's true. It's true. But I'm hoping that they're rallying because it's going to be a hell of an episode. What number? Anyway. 167. Oh, shit. That means we're only a mere, like, eight episodes away from our next live episode, man. Yeah. That's, like, two months. we got to start that planning on months. that. Yeah. Hey, I bet it could be in the New Lodge, maybe, if the New Lodge. It'll probably be too out in there but potentially we can could find be. out it, it might be a conroy's again might
0: be it's a conroy's new lodge or conroy's we did like doing conroy's
1: likely. we enjoyed what are you what are your thoughts give us your input mm-hmm. hashtag team conroy's or team new lodge
0: yeah
1: oh that sounds like a sports update it was did a sports team do well uh i don't know okay i didn't look at it all right just a second i'm trying to find it I'm oh gonna...
0: it's more it's fucking Australian opens going on right now. And oh, so I've oh. been getting a shitload
1: of updates. There you go. There you go. I should probably put my phone. My phone's vibrating It it's right next to the microphone, so it's barely know. setting it off.
0: Yeah, mine was usually mine's off to the side, but we were look, I don't know if you listened to the last episode, and the last two minutes we took questions and Amber Fraley, super fan Amber Fraley sent a question. And an
1: occasional guest,
0: Amber Fraley. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Fan favorite. I'm, I'm even. I'm I'm moving her up. Moving yeah. her up to fan, fan favorite. Fan favorite. Amber Fraley. She asked a question about. I think what was the question? It was about sweet pockets. It something
1: to do with sweet pockets. Something
0: about sweet pockets and something about in my mouth. I yeah. don't remember the specifics because when I heard sweet
1: pockets, I was like, what? It was like how many little sweet pockets can Nelson fit in his mouth? Like uh-huh. little sweet pockets. That sounds kind of dirty when it you does. say it like that. It does. But also,
0: what's a sweet pocket? And we've been fucking racking our brains ever since she asked that question. Yeah. Nothing... We were racking our brains all at the end of the last episode. We were racking our brains for the ten minutes between
1: recording episodes. I mean, we weren't still... just racking our brains. We were also That's smoking. all I was doing. Okay, yeah, that's all we were doing. Racking brains. Uh-huh. My brain is racked. He racked it hard, but he still can't figure it out. He's, like, holding up pictures racked. of, like, Hot go- Pockets. I googled, like...
0: I googled Sweet Pockets, and I'm just going to say... Not as bad as I thought it could
1: be. Right. And he's like, is this a sweet pocket? I'm like, it's I think that's up? a hot pocket, man. I think they're called which hot pocket. I was pockets. asking, is
0: a sweet pocket a dessert? She didn't say hot, hot little
1: sweet pocket, which I wish she had. Uh-huh. She just said little sweet pocket. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: yeah, it looks it's like it's like a dessert hot pocket. It's like a it's like a homemade Hostess pie. It's she like dropped one of
1: those. that semantic turn twenty seven minutes ago. I responded mm-hmm. eleven minutes ago, uh-huh. and she still hasn't offered any have you, have explanation. You got any, have
0: you got any of the ellipses? Like she was typing and then it stopped. Uh, no, nah, it's just straight it's up. She's, she doesn't give a fuck.
1: She just she just asks us
0: a question and threw her she fucking just, bone out the window. Right, that's right. She right she's like, let's just, let's
1: confuse the hell out of these guys and just leave them hanging. A I feel like
0: I don't want to come off like I'm angry or maybe like mildly agitated because I don't
1: know what it means. 19 minutes ago, you know who else doesn't know what it means? Jason Kieser. Yeah, Uh, Jason Kieser knows
0: everything about sweetness and pockets. It's
1: true. If anyone would know what a sweet pocket is. If you
0: guys see Jason Kieser on the street, ask him a question about pockets. Any question about pockets. Doesn't matter how arcane, how
1: esoteric. Doesn't matter Ask him; he'll tell you. That guy is a pocket fucking master. Mm-hmm. And you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we did have one other question that I wanted to uh, get to. Uh, yeah, let's, you know what?
0: Let's take another question. Let's let let's let the sweet pocket conundrum rattle around in my brain a little bit longer. See if maybe you know, like, you kind of a, you're trying to find your keys, and then you stop looking for your keys, and you find your keys, like one of those situations, but with like deeper, deeper understanding of, of a concept that is that is that is that's throwing me, it's yeah. throwing me.
1: I'm thrown. Man, you are taking this way personally. I think. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. You know, you know, I love to learn. I, I do know that. I know that
0: because you, <laughs> you say it over and over. again. <laughs> I, yes. I, I said uh, said Hi V <laughs> like a week ago. Uh-huh. It was kind of late at night. And there was a guy. There was the two guys talking. There's like a cashier, and then another guy were talking in the front as I was walking in. And he's like, "Man, I rolled up on him kind of hard, but you know me, I love knowledge."
1: that, <laughs> <laughs> and I that's, was like, "What? That's for your jam? I mean, uh-huh. that's a guy after your own heart." Yeah, man. Were you like, "Come I here, my brother. Guy. We've been we've been separated for too long." I respect him. You do. He's a nice guy. Uh huh. Now this is gonna take us a little serious. I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. But Nick Panda, uh, who's known on the Twitters as at Fuel Drum, that's okay. that's how I know him on the Twitters. So says, how did he get that name? Uh, I don't know. Maybe was maybe, it his nickname in junior high. I think it was probably his nickname in junior high was yeah. the Fuel Drum. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, uh, "Is this the mo the single most successful Russian attack on the U.S. in history?" Probably. I'm I'm gonna say second second most successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first being Ivan Drago's attack uh, on Apollo Creed in the movie Rocky Four. Yeah. That's probably, There's also Red Dawn, you gotta remember Red Dawn. Too. Yeah, but that was only mostly successful and that was Cubans a lot of Well but they Cubans. were backed
0: by the Russians, but That's true. But it was more
1: Cubans. That's why I'm gonna I'm gonna I am going to i i want to i to edge out in the direction of, of Ivan So Red Drago. Dawn is three red Dawn is 3 yes red Dawn is 3 okay so basically top 5 uh, mm-hmm. most successful russian attacks in us history mm-hmm. uh f- number 1 rocky 4 IV, ivan mm-hmm. drago uh kills apollo creed mm-hmm. uh number 2 um donald trump mm-hmm. completely owned by the russians mm-hmm. uh number 3 red dawn mm-hmm. uh number 4 would have to be the first half of that famous hockey game before uh that speech is given yeah. um yeah and, and and in the movie yeah uh, and number 5 Uh, an incredibly successful Russian invasion by, uh, recently, uh, by Masha and the Bear. It's a children's show that all the kids are watching now Mm -hmm. that's basically, like, just dubbed, it's badly dubbed American onto the original Russian cartoons. Mm -hmm. And you can tell they're just filling time, so none of the stories make sense, and it makes me just angry. Yeah. Uh, And it's it's Russian. So those are the top five most successful Russian attacks, uh, to my mind. I mean, you may have some differences in opinion. You know, nothing's hitting too hard for me. I was
0: trying to think about it, and I feel like you're you're hitting a lot of the big notes there.
1: Yeah. Um. My dad went to Russia in the eighties during Perestroika. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was he 90s. in that episode
0: of Head of the class?
1: He was. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um. And he 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 said the Russians were nice. Now he went as a guy who was a recovering alcoholic. Uh, and as you may or may not know, the Russians really, 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 really like drinking. They do. They, they do a lot of it. And so he, he ended up having to like toast by holding up this glass of vodka and like holding it up to his mouth and then passing it to somebody really surreptitiously and they would drink it. So it sort of made him extra popular because if you sat by him, you got two shots of vodka. Nice. So he made a lot of friends. He did. He did. He also made some enemies. Well, you do that in Russia. We don't really talk about those, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, playwrights, they're not as exciting as spies. That's true. They can be, but generally not. No. No. Mostly not. They can be drunk, though. They can be drunk, they can't, except my dad, because he can't, he can't yeah. they, that's one of the big rules uh, of AA is don't be drunk. It's true. Yeah. It's they like, hate that I kid. think it's like the top rule. Um, yeah. And the, yeah, it's like, give give it up to God is like their second rule, but their first rule is like, don't get drunk. Yeah. A Friend of Bill. Man, have you ever read, there's this book,
0: and I'm drawing a fucking blank on who wrote it, but it's called Death and the Penguin, and it's a Russian author. And it's basically, it's kind of there, especially, written kind of in that, uh, you know, uh, early 2000s-ish time, kind of where Russia's struggling under not being communist, and uh, things are kind of tough, but there was, like, basically the, the idea is, like, before this thing had started, like, a zoo closed down, and they were just, like, giving away animals, and this guy adopted a penguin, so he's just keeping a penguin, like, in his tub, you know like take it out places but at one point he's like out with the penguin somewhere and like a russian mobster sees it and thinks it's kind of amazing so they keep having him bring the penguin to mobster funerals so like about midway through the book he basically get just gets a job escorting his penguin to the funeral of
1: russian mobsters wow and it's wow it's wild that sounds like a delightful indictment of the oligarchic culture because of- there's
0: also like times where he's just like you know where it's kind of examined, like especially people and they're like like late twenties in Russia mm-hmm. at that time, where like the economy is not working out and stuff. Right. And it's kind of an interesting, especially an interesting thing, just looking at you know of America at this point too. It's a similar situation in a lot of ways.
1: There were a couple of guys who wrote a, a Russian expat magazine called Exile, and I got a hold of a copy of their. They had a book about it that was a. a at borders for a while. It was one that I would always read on breaks and stuff, but never actually wanted to own. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, it sounded like it was kind of a wild time. Like it was the wild west of, uh, of, of, like, places, like, there was just tons, of just, it was booze, drugs, sex, just all moving through Moscow at that point at breakneck speeds, along with a lot of fucking skeezy mobsters. Uh-huh. And, like, they, they would have reporters who would, like, show up and be there for two weeks and then just not be there anymore. <laughs> and they, some of them left to go other places. Some uh-huh. of them, they didn't really know. They weren't really able to ask a lot of questions. <laughs> uh, and it's just these two guys in their, like, in their twenties, um, in in the middle of this just weird ass time and in, in, uh, Russia's uh, development. So that's kind of interesting. I thought, yeah, Exile, I think is the name of the book. Anyway, you can check it out. You can Google image search it. You can do the work for once. You can do mm. the work. I've already done it. I've read it. I've been there. Don't come crying to me if you want more information because I don't have it to give. Nope. Keys are my. I don't know know he knows about that. But he's he he, knows about pockets. If it goes in a pocket, he knows about it. It goes in a sweet little pocket. You know, he he would know like the precise
0: dimensions and fit of that magazine in a pocket. Or even the book. Like he knows how everything fits into a pocket. Like, if you if you were like you know, if you were taking a day trip and you didn't want to like have a bag and like you're not you're not looking to fanny packet, because because most people aren't, but so you have to put some stuff in your pockets. You can go to Keeser and be like, here's the stuff I need on me. Here's the pants. Help me make this work. He will make it work. He will. He will. He's good like that. He's a he's a gentleman, a tailor. He's like that, you know, that friend you have that, like, if you're moving, it, like, always super, what, like, packs those boxes and furniture into a real tight ball with no okay. wasted space in that truck. That's Keeser, but for pocket. But the... the the truck is pockets.
1: It's a metaphor. I, it's, I have no argument with anything you just said. In fact, mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree with all of it. I also want to note it for the record that Amber Fraley has still not come back and explain what the fuck she meant by little pocket, little sweet pockets. Yeah, man. I'm I starting, now I'm starting to be like, I think, she's, I think she's trying to get in our heads. I think she is trying to get in our heads. I think she wants to take over this entire podcast. Well, she, good first step. Yep. Good yep. first Can't step. Can't even think about anything else now. Nah. Stuck on it. Um, we need a, we, we should get a guest in one of these times. We should. Yeah. Once
0: again, we, we were saying that last time. Sometimes it's hard to get a guest because we've been doing some, some off, off hours yeah. lately and, and without a lot of lead time.
1: I wonder how that hot pocket was not hot pockets. See, I'm stuck on fucking pockets now. <laughs> She's in my head, man. She's in my head. That hot pot. <laughs> hot I wonder pot. how that hot
0: pot was. Yeah, man. I wonder if I. I if hope you had a good had time. time. Yeah. I, I hope nobody was horribly burned by I oil. Was, I was
1: sad that you couldn't be there, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to be at work for that. that unfortunately. Alright. Well, well, I'll take pictures. Borrowing some kind of miracle. Yeah. If
0: like someone crashes a plane into my work or something. Ooh. but maybe like the day
1: before what's going to be really depressing about this is like someone's going to do that for you but mm-hmm. it will be after the fact because they'll only have just heard this podcast it's true it's and after and then they're going to crash you know. and yeah. it and play it and won't have done you any good it's true and also
0: I, it's a, that's a real that's a real not thinking not playing the long game there yeah so that
1: is yeah you crash that plane into
0: my work sure maybe I get to go eat the hot pot that day but then also I don't have a job anymore that's true
1: <laughs> that, that is that is true and <laughs> And that's that's a little and depressing. No more really. hot pots for me. No, no, that. there wouldn't be any hot pots ever. I mean, I, I mean again. I'll be free. I'll have
0: time, but I I, I won't have the cash. How is your job? It's all right.
1: Yeah, it's jobs. Yeah, that's sort of where mine's at. You yeah. know, it's jobs. Get, they, they give me money. Nice. It's not too bad. That's a really good thing that Money, eh?
0: I like it.
1: it. Yeah. Me too. It gets huge
0: things. <laughs> it, it, it keeps, it keeps it, you. A, it go get keep, you things. It keeps you alive, mm. and it gets you the things. Mon- money, it's going to get you there.
1: Yeah, I would like to have more of it, but I also don't want uh, too much of it because then everybody just likes you for your money. And man, having... oh, no, there's a
0: sweet spot. There's <laughs> well, a sweet spot. Is there of, <laughs> of money?
1: Can you tell me about that? Sweet well, wasn't.
0: Spot? The, I can't remember what it is because they kind of did the that study where it was like. After a certain point, like, more money has no discernible real value to you as far right. as, like, your fulfillment and happiness. And it's somewhere, it's like six figures-ish. It's really? Like, I think it's in that, like, two to four hundred grand a year-ish of, like, past that. It's like, yeah, you got more stuff, but at the same time, it's kind of whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Um, So it's good to know I've got some room for growth. Exactly. Yeah. But, it, but it's nice. You It's like, hey, man. I, I, I'm probably not
0: busting through that ceiling, but good for me. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it'd be nice to get
1: closer to it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind worrying just a little bit uh-huh. less about it uh yeah no i i'm 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 right there i'm right there i I always am, it, it boggles my mind and i i know i run the risk of sounding a, a little bit uh, like i'm i'm throwing a pity party here but uh how like you know the stuff that we like to do like the writing and the comedy mm-hmm. how none of that pays uh, enough money to actually live off of, so you have to have, end up having no. another day job that's completely unrelated and it's like no other field really makes you do that you know you don't go into like business school and, and then you have to work like a side job a day job as a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. so you can do a business at night mm-hmm. it's just it's a it's an odd uh an odd and, and unfriendly uh expectation that you know you're not going to get a job it's doing true we need some friends
0: hashtag give us a grant yeah so this is
1: all this is a plug are, are, do any
0: of you or any of you like you know grant reviewers for like mm-hmm. large funds for the arts that's right or would you like to sponsor the show also what if you are and you listen to the podcast hey where you been yeah, yeah why, why are we having why, why are we having to come to you
1: who who come do, to us how, who's listening who we
0: don't know do we do we know I, most I don't of know. our There's listeners people that we don't know how many, how many there are countries that listen from time to time really that i don't know anyone in really yeah wow like there's a certain amount of South America listening. I oh, can't remember nice. where. Nice. It's been a while. I should look at the. I should look at the breakdown again. I like to think that a bit. somewhere in in the Netherlands. There's some interesting like Eastern ex Soviet block area really? where like we get some lessons. Oh
1: man, you Which just, is interesting. So that's good to know though, because like if uh if like attractive ladies start. Coming at us and they are like you know, Russian ladies and are like mm-hmm. we see, noticed you from afar and love your podcast. We'll know that they're spies. It's,
0: well, maybe maybe not. They might actually like the pod. Maybe they like the podcast. That was what I'm saying. Well, no, they maybe pro- they're spies, but maybe like we don't have that easy like. Hey, we were like working, we're working in DC and we're like at a thing and a, an attractive Russian woman approaches us. You don't have to be like, wait a minute. Right. Where do I work? What kind of business do I do that Russians <laughs> might be interested in? Right. For us, it might be like, maybe they like the podcast. Mm, mm. If they come up talking about the podcast, it might be like, either they had a, them listen to this to, to get in, to use an in, or they like the podcast. I don't know.
1: Right, right. Are you saying you're basically you're, I you're don't know, just yourself... like I still don't know what sweet pockets are, Amber <laughs> Fraley? Uh, but are you opening yourself up to uh, the romantic trappings of, a, of an Eastern European woman on the grounds that she probably does just like the podcast, that she's not trying to get you to uh, like give away national secrets? True. Well, also, I don't have any national secrets. Don't you? <laughs> no, not
0: really. Well, no, I got a couple. But they're not big ones. They're like the little national secrets. Right. will kind of you put in a little sweet pocket? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're little pies. This- but they also sound Dirty. But sometimes you could
1: use little pies oh, as a. You oh, know. Dirty little sweet pocket pies. Uh, oh, I love you, dirty little sweet pockets. Dirty little, come, come here with you, dirty little. I, mean, sw- I think, I think, maybe, I think they pocket pies. maybe, maybe we got this all yeah. wrong and little sweet pockets is her term of endearment for you. Maybe she's like listening to the podcast going, I wonder what Will and little sweet pockets are going to talk about today. Maybe she's marketing
0: cornering it? Do you remember? You may not because you haven't read a lot of comics, but like a lot of times in the 80s. Like hostess, just uh, to advertise in the comics and like Marvel comics especially, and so they would be like little like four pa- like ads with a superhero, uh, and it had to do with, with hostess pies. I, I remember these require I remember this. Yeah. a certain yeah. amount of like. Like, something's going bad, but then Spider-Man, like, swings in and saves the day and also reaps the benefit of a hostess pie somehow. There's always a hostess pie at stake. Right. Like, Green Goblin is trying to steal a kid's hostess pie, and Spider-Man defeats him, and the kid gives him the hostess pie, and he's like, yes, this is what I wanted out of this thing to begin with. Yes, the
1: righteousness and the doing good, but also the sweet, sweet pie. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, Amber Fraley, weird little sweet pocket. They've got us all confused. <coughs> <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> the awkward, awkward, drink break. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So I'm glad we had that talk. Yeah. Should we answer- I still don't feel it.
0: Any- yeah. Like, like, let's get our minds off it again. Right. another. We got got a, a minute and change for questions.
1: Okay. Well, here's here's a question from. Uh, Rebecca Bost, uh if you could get rid of one body part with no consequences, which body part would it be? Like without it everything would still work or the same, but what body part would have you been like, uh fuck off you? Um I don't know if there's a thing I don't know. I don't know. If everything still works. Mm-hmm. And it's just you gone. Know, you know
0: what? I, I wouldn't, I could, uh, cause I've got a bunch of missing superfluous-ish organs that have been cut out, but I still have my appendix. I'd get rid of my appendix cause then, uh, you know what? Never have to worry about getting appendicitis. There you go. It'd be like I already, you know, had the appendectomy without having to have the
1: appendectomy.
0: Get, get out of here, appendix.
1: Yeah. I think that's good. I think that's a good choice. Save
0: myself some cash and some problems, eventually
1: at some point. I'm gonna go with my butthole. But nope, she said everything still works. So how? Wow, didn't didn't say how. Just said everything still works, and I'm tired of cleaning that thing. Yeah, too much maintenance.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying you might have to clean something else. Or will your, 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 your body become a super processor to the point where it's like, it's breaking stuff down real hard.
1: It's gonna absorb every nutrient, man absorb well but it already absorbs
0: the nutrients the stuff that comes out isn't the nutrients it's it's the waste it's the stuff that that's no good won't be coming
1: out anymore it'd be nutrients it's true
0: but that but that's the thing you're going to be absorbing the more
1: nutrients but
0: but yeah i mean there's maybe still some in there it's Mm. still uh it's not a perfect system listen don't
1: saying there's going to be you're just you you're pooping on my dreams
0: yeah could it be you know We, we went here last time. I'm gonna go back to it. I'm gonna go back to the little Transformers movie. I'm just gonna picture this just in your stomach. There's just a vat of molten stuff. And then the poops are just coming on a conveyor belt and just dropping into the molten stuff and burning up and and screaming as they die. Just like in Transformers the movie. Those poops are gonna be, gonna be screaming as they die as they, as they're burned alive in the, in a vat of molten whatever it was. I don't know. Is it molten steel? Is it? Maybe? It kinda, it kinda has a.
1: All I know is everything
0: still works. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that's, that's, you know, that's a part of of Terminator 2 that's unbelievable to me. It's like when I see a robot go into a molten pool, they scream. They scream as they die. Yeah. Like that was established, that's established science and transforms the movie. Right. In 1985, that science was, was, was observed and then. In what 1991? We're supposed to believe that's not how robots die when they're when they're submerging in molten things. Oh man, this just
1: took a turn right
0: at the last minute. Man, fucking James Cameron's been lying to us for years.
1: When, when, when
0: robots hit lava, mm-hmm. do they cry? I bet he'd even go to a plan with big blue cat people. I bet he made that shit up. They probably did. I bet there's still a Titanic
1: everything's james, true james cameron's a fucking liar james cameron is a fucking liar that's the way i think that's the end he's I, my enemy <laughs> double deuce double deuce jesus christ james cameron that guy's like the santa claus of 80s movies my enemy i will know his blood this has been double deuce podcast if you thought the intro sounded bad this outro.
0: I was walking with a limp and then Rob Schulte left us a nice review one time and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. I don't know what I'm talking about. Double deuce.